You are now tapping in with West Coast Radio. Throw up your motherfucking dubs. West Coast's number one online music source for new hip-hop and EDM. Recording live from an undisclosed location across Kilikali, from the Bay to L.A., down to Dago. Visit us at westcoastradio.tv. Now, DJ, let's get back to those bangers. You're tapping in to Murder on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, DJ MTK, the mixtape king. And on today's episode, RIP Mac P Dog. And I got a special co host with me today, OG Mitchie Slick from Dega. What's up, homeboy? Hey, what's up, homie? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing okay. I mean, I sad, hate to hear this type of news. You know, and it's and that's why I really want to get you on the show because we can kind of really dig deep into this because this the whole reason we created the podcast was to really get into this gang culture and really get into the the violence that's behind the scenes and people that are losing their lives. And you, you and I, you know, we've had these conversations a lot. So let me just take a, a step back and say, you know, the home the, the young homie was was killed on April sixth was a Monday night in LA Mafia. I mean, multiple hits, millions of views on all platforms, and so the homie was definitely taken, you know, too soon too soon but uh how, how how you feeling what have you been hearing um first of all i just want to say rest in peace to the little homie you know i um i met the little homie before i didn't really know him that well right but i know his his other i know you know he, he's a part of the shoreline mafia family and i know the other little homie phoenix and um oh geez and his real little homies of mine and um uh, man from from my understanding, it was uh, uh he was outside of a of, of a laundry mat or a store. Okay. He was with his girl and with his girl, and he was over on the um. He what? saw the Hollywood. He okay. saw the Hollywood, and somebody ran up and just sprayed up the car and killed the homie. I don't know if he died on. I mean, instantly. But I know his girl got hit too, and she in critical condition right now as well. Damn. Yeah, so it was a cold day, man. And you, you think of Hollywood, you think of the stars and the movie stars right. and all that shit. Walk of Fame, but you know, shit, just as in any other city, a lot of a lot of a lot of communities or areas change, and the east side of Hollywood kind of active right now they're they thugging over there lightweight you feel me oh fuck yeah fuck yeah bro i mean there's i mean i even know when i go down there you know what i mean right and you're right you people yeah. get this image on the outside looking in oh hollywood but you, hey, you, yeah. you're right around the corner though yeah right around the corner man yeah i mean well, the little homie was real influential just for the other, the other people that might not know they might just know the four, the forefront cast a shoreline mafia, but the little homie was real swaggy. It had a real lot of influence on a lot of they little shit. You know, they say he was the president of the uh, what is that a OTX? Yeah, I think off the day or something like that. He came up with the little catchphrase. A lot of they little shit. You know what I'm saying? And the nigga was like, you know, kind of fresh and you know, had a had a had a following. As he was. See, you know what I'm saying? He was the next one up. He was taking. He, he was just yeah. waiting his turn. He already had a deal. He was signed to Asylum through my fellas over there at uh, Art Beer, TK and Picasso, and he was the next one up to bat, homie. So, shit, you know, it, it always happened like that, it's like, man. And, and, and the reason I'm a part of this only because, I mean, I wanted to be a part of this show because I got so many young homies that's trying to rhyme right now. Right. And, and, and make it in the industry. And I just want, I want everybody to know, man, like, you know, this is probably one of the most dangerous jobs 
on the face of the earth right now. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at the ratio of rappers and, a, and the number of them that get knocked down and get killed, mm-hmm. shit, man, that shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear about another rapper, rapper dying every day, you got to understand. I mean, it's a particular profession that these cats is getting knocked down from weekly, bro. Every week, it's another young rapper getting killed. And I be trying to tell the homies, so y'all, y'all got to make sure that y'all understand what it is y'all signing up for. True I ain't that. saying don't rap. I ain't saying don't rap, but you got to understand. There's once a, you become famous, what comes with famous, it? Yeah, like not even famous. Just if you more popular or getting, you know, more money than anybody from your neighborhood or just in your city. You got a, you, you got a mark on your back. You instantly become a target. Straight right. Up. Right. That, then that's real talk right there. That's real talk right there. And I think a lot of people from the outside looking in, they had this image of like, Hey, I want to be a gangster. I want to be a rapper. But it's just not, you know, there's more to it than just that. Real talk on me. A lot of rappers on me like, shit, how many, how many of yo platinum or bigger successful artists? I mean, if you, if you just look- Watch the full episode at westcoastradio.tv on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Murder on my mom podcast. If you don't have to, if you look and see how many artists, rappers don't have to like, like be in situations where they had to like murder somebody, protect their cell for it. Look how many rappers don't beat murder cases, homie. Right. It's a lot of a lot of rappers don't beat murder cases and that's because motherfuckers don't have to defend themselves from other motherfuckers from Gucci Man to the uh the baby to the little homie uh what's the little homie? Shit, Snoop even Snoop the Hog. Snoop Dog, fucking um What's the, what's the little homie name? Uh, uh, Pop Smoke? Young Boy. Pop, not Young Boy. I know I'm talking about actually beat murder rap. Okay, okay, I feel you, I feel you. No, I'm talking about beat murder rap. Like, you know, you, you damn near, near got to beat a murder rap to become a rapper. So just, I mean, to become famous, if you look at the, at the ratio of, of how many artists that's popping now that have actually beat murder cases. Right. It's a lot of, a lot of violence coming along with being an artist, homie. Straight the fuck up. Straight up, a lot of robbing, a lot of robbing. Motherfuckers want the name, want the clout, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got to understand, especially my young homie. Once you become an artist, it's the way you got to move. Once you become popular, once you become known that somebody is getting to it, you got you to gotta watch how you move. Online, you got to watch how you move. Even with Pop Smoke, homie, that, that shit was crazy. But, I mean, in, anyways, you know, I don't know what that shit's about. I don't even know what that was about, but I'm just saying, I know prior to him being murdered, you know, he's riding around flashing, flashing a lot of money. Flashing, yep. yeah. Yep. Like, I would never do no shit like that. I don't show money, cars, my home, hardly nothing on my Insta. Now, yeah. if I did, of course, I'd have a lot more followers, a lot more numbers, a lot more views and all that shit. But shit, I'm in the field for real. Well, I he- ain't no square to just- yeah. And here's the deeper here's the deeper conversation, right? I mean, you're an OG in this shit, but these youngsters, bro, they don't they don't know that part of the game though. And they don't lot of they don't have a lot of older homeboys to take them under their under their wing to be like, hey, peep gang, homeboy. Well, they see the gratification in it right. and the shit that comes from other artists doing it. They see right. other artists doing it, and it seems like they can see them do it, so then they learn and they do it too. But right. what about when you see them get murdered? Did you learn from that? Stop doing it? Nah, they don't see that part. Right, right. Like, well, even even with Nip, homie, even with Nipsey, bro, straight the fuck up. And R.I.P. Nipsey. Nip. I mean, we're just on the one-year yeah. anniversary. R.I.P. my nigga Nip. Straight right. the fuck up. Me and Nip would have conversations, homie, and it would be about this, this shit. 
because me and Nip held a position, a position that a lot of artists don't have. A lot of artists, they from their neighborhood, they've been gooning, they've been doing whatever, but they're not like part of that core, you know, first string 20, first string 10 homies. Like, right, when right. you come down the block, you certified. see him right now I'm Certified. Nah, not the certified part, not the certified, but there's a lot of rappers that certified. Okay. Now, I'm talking about, it's one thing when you certified and you from the hood, but it's another thing when if the other side, something happens to the other side, when they come to retaliate, they're looking for these 10 niggas right here. Right, okay, I, feel, I, 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 I say no more. I know exactly what you're saying. I, right. I, that, 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 yeah. If something happened across town in my neighborhood, I was the nigga that they was going to come to my grandmama house as they did and shoot up my grandmama house as they did. Right. That's a different role. That's a different, that's a, that's not just from the hood. That's right. actually part of, the, you part of the, the government in the hood. So that's a different role. Now, yes. me and Nick were having conversations, and Nick, I, was, I pushed the line to a certain degree to see how far we could take this shit, but Nick pushed it farther than I pushed it. And the same reason why you love Nip is the same reason why Nip is dead. Everybody loved Nip because Nip was so fishy. Nip was so frontline. Nip was in his hood. Nip had the store in his hood. These are all things that I thought was like, damn, Nip is real risky things, and me and him would talk about this shit. Right. Nip even told me out his own mouth, sick, I didn't want to open no store in my hood. I was like, damn, I'll be like, that, 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 because I understand that every nigga think you can do that. But, homie, that put a lot of strain on your life and your everyday shit. Because no matter how far you move away, you're right there in the hood every day because your business is there, your family is there, your people is there. Nip told me he didn't want to open that store. And the exact same reason why I didn't do those things that Nip do, I don't shoot videos in the middle of my neighborhood, in the middle of Logan Ave. Right. I don't hardly do shows in Dago. I haven't opened up no store in my hood. It's the exact same reason why I didn't do it is the reason why Nip failed. Because I know that it brings that shit. He being a little bit older than Nip, me being a little bit wiser than Nip because of the experience in these situations. You know, I got away with certain little shit, but it's certain shit I was I didn't have the balls to try. Salute to my nigga for Nip, that's the reason why he'll live forever. That's the reason why that nigga lived forever for things he did. But the same thing that made us love Nip and made everybody love Nip, you know, and that's the same shit that got Nip killed because you 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 you, you don't get the regular playing field like everybody else get no more. You don't get to be, and the homies don't look at you the same way in another organization. They'll look at you. They think somebody got to be equal. We don't, this, this person ain't special, that person ain't special. There ain't no leaders. They don't give a fuck how rich you is. I don't care how many records you sold. If you ain't standing on the front line with us, you're going to lose credit for that. You're going to lose credit for that. You're, you're going to be the rapper, homie. So that's what Nick was doing, trying to please the hood as well as trying to please, you know, his family. So when a nigga walked up, whatever was said, that was what you say when you were real homie, and Nick was a real homie. Right. But then, but then you don't get looked at like a regular homie no more. No. But if, if you Martin Luther King, if you Malcolm X, you with the Muslims, you with Martin Luther King movement, they know your position, they're protecting you, they're around you, you get to stand in the back. But when you a blood or a crip, none of that shit matter. You got to stand on the front line. You got to stand on the corner. Even though when the other niggas come through the neighborhood and they start shooting, even though they don't want to shoot you more, our homies don't really understand that in our culture. So therefore, you got you got to stay on the front line, or else you ain't real. And the young niggas glorify that, and that's why everybody loves this. But like I said, the same thing that make you laugh is the same thing that made him cry. 
And let, let me ask you this. I mean, you I mean, you've been through the game for a minute now. How, what do you feel like has has changed in the past, you know, 10 to 20 years in the hip hop game with this gang culture and violence? Well, now you got a lot of cats that's acting like gangsters, but they're not really gangsters. Where, whereas before, you had to be a real gangster. When I first came out, you had to be a real gangster to be 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 a gangster rapper. And, and, and the trap and trap music and all that. The trap, the trap means adult spots, somewhere where hustlers still crack at. Right. Not not. Tapping into the Murder on My Mind podcast. Is, 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 the trap is a dope spot. A crack house is what a trap is. So now you got trap rappers. Like, you're a trap rapper? You're from suburban communities and shit. How is you? A, but but it's just taking on different meanings now, homie. So now it's just different now, bro. So, so, so whereas... We and you, no, I mean, let me ask you this. Let me, let me take one more step back. I mean, R.I.P. Mac P., uh, do you, do you do you feel like he um because he had that target? I mean, I know this just happened. Do you think that people were already out for him, or you just think that he just happened to run into somebody? They got in an argument, or like he like someone was already coming for him? I cannot say that. I don't know. All I know is that when you're an artist and you do shit, it gets amplified. True. So, so picture this. Picture this. Okay. That nigga riding around, and he from your neighborhood. And everybody knows that, and, you know, like say, for instance, if you're from 60s, you're going to get a lot of attention based off the fact that you're from the 60s. Like, yeah, because it, 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 and the fact that you had in the net, which was a strong movement, make people come your way. So say, for instance, you got some little bitches that fuck with you and you've been riding around in your car listening to Nip forever and the little broad and, oh, yeah, yeah, you Nip homeboy and you, you done showed this, this homage to, to this, right? Right. And then, and then Nip say something to you, like whatever to provoke something. It's going to hit you and affect you a different way than it would affect you if, if it was just another homie that, I, I don't know how to say this without really stepping on my toes with, with a lot of this shit, but all I'm saying is, these things get magnified when it comes from the artist. No, I mean, I, I, are, uh, but look, I, I, I think I understand exactly what you're saying for everybody out there listening to us. I mean, when yeah. you're from a neighborhood and then you're the one that happens to get more exposure, more notoriety, more fame, right? Right. And then you got the young homie or just the homie on the block doing everyday shit. I'll tell you what happened with me. And I really got, you know, I got tested a couple times with homies coming in and out of prison was the fact that like, right. like I'm trying to, I was trying to do something better with my life. But every time right. I got stepped back in, it was like, I was getting this evil eye to me where I kind of like had to kind of really, really watch what was going on. Shit. Even for my own neighborhood. Right, right. Now, and I don't know how affiliated Mac P was. You know what what neighborhood he was from in L.A. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't speak all on, on, on all that because I really don't know all the inside. Little homie was from Shoreline Mafia. He grew up on the east side of Hollywood, and of course, it's, it's you know my understanding is they they you know the Tagger crews in L.A. is really like gang. So a lot of these for sure you know, areas they they shit uh kind of like manifest from the 
for the tagging shit. And that, that nigga be killing each other, shooting each other. All day. All day. Well, you know, shit. I, I don't think, I don't know if it was a homie on homie. All I know is this. Once you become an artist, once you feel like you're doing better than everybody else, like another nigga could be, you beat a nigga up and that could get you killed a lot easier than as if you was just an average homie that that hasn't had this notoriety and this stardom and shit like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, I mean, and it, and it could be as simple as, too, you just ran into the wrong person at the wrong time at the wrong place because there's motherfucking killers out there. I don't give a fuck where you walk at. Yeah, real shit, homie. But, you know, you, you, you in the mall and motherfuckers want to test you. They heard your songs and see what you're talking about. Motherfuckers want to test you. And that's the other thing. You know? They want to they test you to get more street cred. Yeah, man, but it's fucked up, man. So all I, I really spoke on it just to tell my young niggas it can happen to anybody, man. And when you become this artist and you pick up this mic, bro, and you start getting this notoriety, you got to know. You got to move different and shit to come with it. And a lot of shit that you might have felt like, oh, man, I, I ain't going to do that. No, that shit pussy. I'm going to keep it gangster. This is the Murder on My Mind podcast with OG Mitchie Slick. Make sure to listen to the full episode on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Now on demand at westcoastradio.tv. Throw up your dubs. R.I.P. Mac. R.I.P. Mac P. Mac, Mac P. Man. Hey, too too soon, dog. Too soon. Try that shit all you want to. You can be the nigga to say, oh, I ain't no nigga gonna tell me fuck me and I don't fuck him up. Yeah, when you a regular street nigga, like that's a right. discredited title. But when you're not a rapper, you're just an average homie. Even if you're getting money, you know, I ain't never let no nigga say fuck me. I ain't never, man, listen, oh. five niggas your whole life say fuck you. When you become a rapper, five niggas every five minutes say fuck you. Right. So what you gonna do, take every phase? Nah, you gotta learn sometimes to say like, okay. And you know what? I would have to say that's real talk right there, bro. Everybody needs to hear that shit right there because that's fucking real talk. That's some grown man shit right there, man. So a lot of motherfuckers are judge you, like like the, the, the old Mitchie Slick. Well, you know, my reputation in San Diego for, for that type of shit, pass around about it. But then, you know, now shit will change, and they'll see your movement and see certain things that you do. As a grown artist, I just started rapping when I was 19, homie, so I, I got a chance to be a little more mature and not make these mistakes and shit. But, but like, a lot of shit I might have done earlier in a situation that I wouldn't do today. Right. Not, when I say not right. do, not do it that way. I'ma still fuck you up, but I, I don't go by the um um get off where you get mad at. Now I'm on some get off where I can get away at. So now when you move it like that, it's a lot of shit that you do in front of these people, and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, he didn't act like this." Well, what? yeah, I'm rapping now, nigga. My name is on the flyer. I'm gonna be here on Friday, and everybody know I can't move like I used to move no more. And and I would and I would have to say this too. I mean, and, and one thing I, I we want to share on this podcast is, you know, when if if twenty year old me can goes back and talk to you know, I'm, I, both you and I both have had a little bit more uh, time in the game. But could you imagine trying to talk to yourself when you're twenty and you're deep into it? Yeah, I would have understood. I would have no understanding of it. I would have been like, "Fuck that! I ain't no punk." Exactly. Let's, my shit. Let's, let's go here. Let's do whatever. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, fuck it, we strapped. Let's, I don't give a fuck. I go whatever. Exactly. I, let's fuck it. Let's go to the mall, whatever. Yeah, okay. You're strapped. You're at the mall. You go whatever. Right. Do you really want to be shooting a nigga at the mall though? But when, hey, but when you when you when when you I oh mean I was just I was just t- talking to Legend about this when I was in my twenties man you couldn't tell me shit rolling around strap looking for dirt looking for heat getting in trouble I mean you just think you're invincible you think you're untouchable right. 
Yeah, man. I was the same way, and I look back on a lot of the shit, and I don't really know how we could get this message across to the young homies and to my folks. But all I can say is, man, listen, don't 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 turn the Instagram off. Uh, uh, when it's when it's when the R.I.P. start going up, you was watching all before the R.I.P. Don't stop watching now that he's just dead, because it can happen to you too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, straight up. Yeah. Rest in peace, to the little homie Mac P. Dog, though, for real though. Yeah, rest rest in peace. Um, you know, the, the R.I.P. Mac P. He was just I, he was just starting his career. Just, just beginning, um, and, and definitely, uh, we're, I, I think we'll, we'll find out more information as, as these next upcoming days come up. And then I was thinking too, bro, with all this coronavirus shit going on, you know what I mean? Like every team, everything's gonna. I, I was thinking, man, we ain't gonna get as many uh, senseless murders out there because everything's gonna be on lockdown. But there's still motherfuckers out there not giving a fuck. Yeah, it's gonna slow down for sure, but you know, come on, man. I, I, I just feel bad for the young homie in the band, bro. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely gone too. Definitely gone way too soon. Shout out to the homeboys, uh, TK and R. Baron and their whole group too with Shoreline Mafia. Um, I when they now, did you hear about this too? Did they said, uh, did did Phoenix walk away from Shoreline over the weekend? I can't speak on that. Okay. I don't. I don't talk about shit. I was. Talk, I was read different. I mean, I'm gonna let them air out their business and all that shit. You know, my podcast ain't gonna be a bunch of gossip. You feel me? Hella, hella. When I do my podcast, there ain't gonna be no gossip. Maybe we can call the homies up and get a word from them or something. I don't know shit. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, you know, the the. the but I hope not. Though. I hope not, cause man, them boys. I took my, I took the young homies. I took Bad Damien, Baby Slick, uh, a young who on tour with them, homie. And I'm gonna tell you straight up, for some independent street West Coast cat, they had a real good thing going on, bro. And I would hate to see them. During the tour that you guys went on with them last year, was um, Mac P with you guys? Did you get a chance to meet him or? Mac P pulled up some shit, but you know a lot of the shit we were doing was like East Coast and shit like that. Mac yeah, you, you guys were traveling everywhere. Yeah, we was everywhere, homie. I got to see how the how the machine works, man. think too what what you know what keeps on eating at me when we have these discussions is this that i mean here, here i think here's the more serious question and i and you kind of you kind of talked about it how can we change the culture there i was like and every time i think about it i don't have an answer for that one because i was part of the problem i was part of the problem and straight up homie i'm gonna tell you like this our culture is more on our culture and the, and the before, before culture we was kind of a little bit more scared of the drugs Right, uh, that's true. That's true. But the, but the new drugs now look different. They don't seem that harmful. The they codeine, the Percocet. They don't, the, they don't got the dirty name. They got the label right. on them, and they look cool. And they your mama's cat. That's fun. That's so fun I, to do so it. I, so what I'm saying is, is, 
get, there's no way to really get the interaction, mental interaction that you're going to need between the G's and the young homies if, if, if everybody out here high off some other shit right now. So that's a big problem. And right. I'm not just saying everybody knows to tell you far. The people that's on opiates right now, man, how, how can you get a motherfucker to really listen to you if you're high? And I ain't just saying the young niggas is high. If this old G niggas is high, it's fuck off this shit too. I, you know what, you know what, you you actually touched on something that we have not talked about on on this podcast, and you're right because back in the day, bro, it was more coke and crack. Coke and crack, but the rappers wasn't coke and crack. Right, right. The rappers was getting drunk and smoking weed. Right, right. And, and coke wasn't even that infamous for its usage, like in the '90s, the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? So now, now. The rappers are promoting this. Like rappers wasn't rapping about snorting coke at all. Now, right, right. Every rap song, every the, every song, every big rap song that's out. Even Drake talk about using daddies and uh, popping this and getting on a plane and going to sleep and shit. Everybody's talking about the shit. So you have a whole culture of people that you're that the G's is trying to teach, but but it's hard for them to learn and absorb this shit because rap goes hand in hand with. Being high. If you yep. see every video, the niggas have the cup and they're popping the pills in the video. Yep. So if you're talking to the rappers, you're talking to niggas that show you. I'm using coke. I mean, I'm using lead and popping pills just as much as I'm about this rapping shit. Because every time I rap, I got this drug shit right here. Right, right. No, that that is something that is actually, you're right. That has been a big difference right there. Because... I mean, I fuck with codeine here and there, but I never made it a thing, right? And I fuck with Percocets here and there, but I, I, I couldn't, I was, I don't know, like, I, I, I've, I've seen people coming off withdrawals with codeine and with, with oxys and fuck, bro, that shit, those are some of the worst drugs to do. Man, I'm telling you, man, I, 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 I was drinking lean, homie, and when I say drinking, I don't mean drinking, drinking, but for like a good couple months, I was fucking with the little homie. Yeah. And you know, I I had me a couple or whatever the fuck or two, whatever, a couple months, but I couldn't hustle off that shit, homie. I, I, I couldn't stay up. I'd be sleep late, yep. shit, rocking. Yep. So it, it, it ain't for me. I love the shit, but I ain't gonna let nothing get away and take care of my family and get to the bag, so I couldn't. Right. And when you're young like that too, because I mean I was a young addict too, but I was I was I was smoking P dogs all the time. You remember P dogs back in the day. And, the and that? Primos. But you know, I mean, I mean, me and all the other homies, we were fucking with that on that shit. And that goes back to like that gang culture was, you know, we were more doing drugs and doing this and doing that. Well, our, our side of the gang culture, the blood and crypt side of the gang culture, it was PCP. Right, right, right. That sherm, that 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 loop stick. Sure, sure. Yeah. That was, that was, now I, I wasn't no sherm head and no shit like that, but but as far as oh you, oh I I remember. You feel me? I remember smoke, get them sherm sticks. Yeah, but 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 it was only it wasn't like it, nobody you know it wasn't it wasn't readily rapped about like as right. much as these. You had to hear some brother Lynch shit. You had to hear some brother Lynch shit. Jail Felony had a hit record, one of my favorite Jail songs with sherm sticks. But you know that that wasn't um that wasn't um like it's nothing compared to today. Right, every song that come out. Motherfuckers talking about prescription pills uh, and on that, that you can go get from the pharmacy. On that lean. On that lean. Yeah. On that lean. No, you, you, 
You're right. Well, shit, man. This is the Murder on My Mind podcast with OG Mitchie Slick down from Dago. R.I.P. Mac P. Dog from Shoreline Mafia. Shout out to the homies uh, TK and R. Baron, all the homies over there. Um, you know, our thoughts and prayers are, you know, go out to his immediate family. The, um, his, his girlfriend that's, you said she's in intensive care right now? I was told by the management, everything I told you was for the management. I, I, I yes, I was told that his girl was shot and she's in critical condition right now. Ooh, so my thoughts and prayers go, I mean, multiple families are, uh, it sounds like have been affected because of this, another senseless murder. So, um, you know, we don't, we don't like to hop on here and, you know, talk about the, about these murders, but we definitely want to be able to sh- share some insight and, you know, and some light of exactly what's going on. Um, home, um, so, Make sure you can follow uh, Mitchie Slick everywhere on um, all social medias on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It, it's just Mitchie Slick, right? Or is it? No, nah, it's Mitchie Slick, wrong kind. Everybody knows that Mitchie Slick, wrong kind. And I mean, shit, you know. Yeah, Mitchie, Mitchie Slick, wrong kind. We're gonna we're uh, stay on the line, Mitchie. We're gonna end this. We're gonna end the podcast with one of his tracks. Um, he had uh, "Let Me Know," Mac P Dog with OGZ Shoreline Mafia. Stay on the line, Mitchie. Don't hang up yet. Mitch. All right, man. Yeah, so I'm re- I recorded that. We had about a 30-minute podcast right there. I'm ending it with um, the, one of his tracks so I can play it at the end. Um, but no, dog, I mean, what did you think? Man, that's what that's what's hey, bro. I, I, I'm, I, I think that you and I doing this, we could build something special and actually educate people on.